0: Hi, my name is Liam, and you're listening to Let's Nurture, the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about iBeacon devices and some of the applications you may not have thought of for this fun new technology. iBeacon is, of course, a technology developed and released by Apple in 2013. It works by sending out constant, low-power broadcasts. When the user has the relevant app downloaded on their phone, and Bluetooth turned on. The phone takes the information and then uses it to send, for example, a push notification, or otherwise interact with the hardware on the phone. The iBeacon cannot itself actually send any notifications, but the app, which has separate permissions, can use the small pieces of information sent out by the beacon to trigger complex interactions. These fairly cheap products properly utilized, can make it possible to interact with users when they, for example, walk past your store. What about an app that takes the broadcast, which signals to the phone that the user is near the store, and uses it to send out targeted coupons based on sales for the day? Slow days generate higher value coupons for the customer. This could be done fairly easily, with minor integrations to the till, most of them are digital anyway. We could add each sale to a simple spreadsheet on a secure server, and then compare it to the sales of an average day. Then, use the ratio to determine what coupons should be delivered to the phone when the user's request is triggered by the iBeacon. This is a simple idea. But these are the simple automations that are driving businesses forward, and would have been substantially more labor-intensive in the past. So. We've been talking about these constant low-power signals sent out by the iBeacons. How do they actually do that? What is the signal? Well, an iBeacon is a small device that houses something called a low-energy Bluetooth transmitter. A low-energy Bluetooth transmitter isn't really like the Bluetooth that you connect your earbuds to. There's no active connection formed between the transmitter and the device receiving the signal. This is part of why it's able to be so energy efficient. Instead, it acts a lot like a small radio transmitter, broadcasting its signal out into the ether, and hoping that it will one day be picked up. Remember the GPS satellites from last episode? This is a lot like those, except much smaller in both size and range. Fundamentally, admittedly, not as fun either. Instead of being a satellite, an eye beacon is something you've taped to the wall of a shop. Still, small steps. In any case, when listening, a phone will receive this signal over Bluetooth. Bluetooth as a technology is actually pretty interesting. It broadcasts short range radio waves in the ultra high frequency band, which is between 2.402 and 2.48 gigahertz it actually hops around between these frequencies hundreds of times a second in order to prevent someone from tuning into your bluetooth connection and stealing your data a process technically called blue snarfing yes that is really what it's called and yes whoever named it really does need to reconsider some things i agree so anyway in an effort to prevent this The device coordinates with the central master device and then hops around a 79 available frequencies in a random and and do read that with massive air quotes pattern with everyone moving around at the same time, you can use this method to cut down on interference. Any overlap will last only a fraction of a second after all and make it enormously difficult, but not strictly impossible to steal the data being transmitted. If instead, we could simply broadcast all of the Bluetooth data across a single frequency, stealing Bluetooth information could be as easy as tuning into the police wavelength on a walkie-talkie, something I'm sure we've all seen children do. In this way, classic Bluetooth technology ends up asking a lot from both sides. They need to coordinate, and then execute... A large number of frequency jumps, and stay in touch the entire time while doing two-way communication. I'm sure you can see how this is, while undoubtedly more secure, substantially more energy-intensive than simply broadcasting a small, consistent signal at regular intervals. So, instead, low-energy Bluetooth doesn't do any of those things. It periodically, comparatively periodically, sends out the same message, which can be picked up and then processed by a device with an active Bluetooth connection. In fact, all of the processing happens on the device itself, one with the relevant app installed, at least. Let's talk about a unique solution we've developed that takes advantage of this technology. Connected Art. Connected Art is an iBeacon solution that was developed for use by museums, art galleries, and other similar environments. By placing iBeacon devices on or near each piece of art, the customer can be taken through potentially a fully guided tour of the museum, all with little to no interaction between the customer and the actual employee. As the visitor approaches a piece of art, if they have the museum's app installed on their phone, the phone will pick up the small broadcast from the iBeacon device. Then, the app sends a notification to the customer allowing them to launch into any number of potential follow-up activities. For example, perhaps you provide more detailed information about a particular piece and its history than was realistic to fit into the plaque. Better, thanks to the magic of our modern, internet-enabled world, you could even have short video presentations developed that the visitor can watch, providing additional information about the piece. You could even develop a whole series of these, sending the visitor on a digitally guided tour of the facility that takes place at their own pace and on their own device. We think this provides a low-cost, scalable opportunity for museums, traditionally a criminally underfunded sector, to modernize and bring themselves into the modern age. That's not the only use of iBeacon technology, though. Since beacons can be used to navigate internal spaces with a degree of accuracy that just isn't possible with consumer-facing GPS technology. We can also use them to perform services, such as asset tracking inside a warehouse or manufacturing facility. With a relatively small number of devices strategically placed in your process, you can get critical, real-time information about the state and flow of your organization or warehouse. How long does it take for a part to move from one end of the shop to another? Are there any low-hanging fruit you can pluck from the productivity tree? These questions and more can be answered thanks to low-cost iBeacon technology. I hope by now it has become clear just how varied and important the possibilities iBeacon provides truly are. From museums to machine shops, these small, low-energy Bluetooth transmitters are leading the way to a connected world. Until next time, remember to pay attention when you see a way to do something better. I've been Liam, and this has been Let's Nurture, the podcast.